Dr. Barbara Becker Holstein, internationally known positive psychologist, author, playwright, and filmmaker, has taken a leap into the marvelous world of old-time radio drama to give you a radio drama that focuses on relationships and marriage. How will Hannah and Adam ever trust each other again? Sit down, relax, and let yourself be entertained by a story for today's world, utilizing the wizardry of podcast technology, a great story, and your own imagination. Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Becker Holstein, positive psychologist, author, playwright, and filmmaker. In this film, I'm the director and the creator of the characters. I always try to help people make the most of their lives. But as we all know, life is complicated. So this was to be a film based on some of the complications of marriage. The wife had already appeared in several of my books for girls as a tween and several of my selfie films as a teen. This was to be, as I said, a film. That's when we had to take the lemons of life and turn them into lemonade. The, pandem the pandemic did it for us. The results were not a film version of Life is Complicated, but instead an old fashioned radio drama. And that's what tonight we are premiering. Life is complicated and having it as a radio drama gives us a chance to sit back, relax, and let the magic of drama combine with your vivid imagination. Well, I guess I better get out of harm's way and let the show begin. And now, Life is complicated. Gentle music plays in the background of a candlelit dining room. Hannah, a mid-30s attractive woman, is sitting alone at an intricately set dining table. The beautiful meal laid out before her is getting cold as she sits in silence, sipping her glass of wine. The sound of a car pulling up to the house fills the dining room, and Hannah puts down her wine and straightens up a bit anticipating the entry of her husband, Adam, who was heard entering the house. The sound of his keys being tossed on the kitchen counter precedes his entrance into the dining room. Hi, honey. Hi. Adam, mid-30s, enters the room while loosening his tie. He barely looks at his wife or the scene Hannah set for what she was hoping would be a nice romantic dinner for two. Instead, he simply sits down and starts devouring the intricately plated food. Hannah stares at her husband in disbelief. How was your day? It was good. You? Mine was fine. Did you get my text? <sighs> Shit. Yes. I forgot to stop. Oh. I'm sorry. It, it escaped my mind. It's okay. I can manage without it tonight. I'll get it in the morning. Adam begins a new attack on his dinner. Hannah picks up her wine and sips it. She looks at her husband in a mixture of disgust, pity, and sadness. She puts it down and picks up her fork. 
Bon appetit. Hannah delicately begins to eat her meal. Later, Hannah stands at the kitchen sink in front of the pile of dirty dishes from dinner. The gentle music is now drowned out by the sounds of a sporting event on the TV. She looks over and sees Adam sitting on the couch with his feet up in the living room. Can I get a hand with these dishes? The game is about to start. I'll do them later. In the bedroom later, she gets into bed with Adam, who is on his cell phone. She lays next to him, and he pays no attention to her. The contempt inside of her is reaching its limit. She rolls over and is now clearly upset. He reaches over and puts his hand on her shoulder, and Hannah pulls away from his touch. Don't. What's the matter? Baby, what is it? Really? What? Honey, what is going on? The fact that you even have to ask me that question tells me all that I need to know. That's not fair. I'm just- Fair. Fair, you want to talk about fair. Is it fair for me to work all day, come home, cook dinner, clean the dishes, and do the work around the house while you stuff your face and sit in front of the TV? Hey, I work hard all day. I'm sorry if I come home starving. I just want to relax. You don't think that I work hard, that I'd like to relax. I said I would do the dishes. Honey, I I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> is this about not going to the pharmacy? It's everything, Adam. I feel like you're made instead of your wife. <sighs> you know, we used to be able to just be together and now it feels like we're, we're apart and all I do is clean up after you. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I don't- Yeah, yeah, did you hear what song was playing during dinner? Huh? I had the record player on. Did you even notice? Well, um, did you notice the china, I, the atmosphere? What? See, see, you have no clue. You're just not present with me. You're always working, watching TV or on your phone when you're home. Hey, that is not fair. Ah, oh, there you go again with that word fair. Life isn't fair, Adam. It's not, but you could at least treat me fairly. It took me crying in bed next to you for you to even get off your phone. That is ridiculous. You are being ridiculous. Uh, jerk, jerk. You are being a jerk and you don't even realize it. What the hell is this? Are all these pills you're taking messing with your mind? You know, ever since you started taking them, you've been different. It's not the pills, Adam. You know, my whole life, I've dealt with other people's problems, my family's secrets, my friends' dramas, stupid boyfriends. You were supposed to be different. Really? I think it's those damn pills. I, I haven't changed. I'm not saying you've changed. I wish I didn't have to take them. I do. I wish that we could get pregnant normally, but that is not our reality. And I take them to give us a chance for a family but it feels like you don't want that anymore. That you don't want me anymore. I feel like you hate me for it, for everything that's happened. There it is, the underlying true issue. There's a heaviness in the room, but the yelling has stopped. In its place is silence weighed down by the gravity of the moment. Hey, 
listen, we're both upset. It's late. I have work in the morning. I think it's best if I just go sleep on the couch. And we can talk about this tomorrow, okay? Do whatever you want. Adam and Hannah stare at each other for a beat before Adam grabs his pillow off the bed and walks out of the room. She gets out of bed, lays down, and stares up at the ceiling, and tears began to well in her eyes. In the bedroom, the next morning, Hannah wakes up, sits up in bed, and the room is empty. She looks at the couch where Adam slept, and he's gone. She pours herself a coffee, sits down, alone in her thoughts, and her phone rings. She picks it up and looks at the caller ID, mom, on the screen, so she answers. Hi, mom. Good morning, sweetheart. How are you? I'm okay, you? What's wrong? Nothing. I can always tell when there's something wrong. I can hear it in your voice. Adam and I had another fight last night. Oh dear, I'm sorry. What about this time? The usual. Oh, but I really don't want to talk about it, okay, Mom? Okay. Well, listen, we're all set for this move on Sunday. I still have some boxes for you. Do you think you can come and get them today or tomorrow? Sure, Mom, that sounds good. I could really use getting out of the house. Do you mind if I come today and crash tonight? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. There's really nothing set up anymore. It's not a problem. Camping out one last night in my old bedroom sounds like fun. Okay, see you later, sweetie. Bye, Mom. Later, Hannah sits in her car. She pulls out her cell phone. She calls her friend, Angela. What's up, stranger? Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Not much. You? I'm going to go grab some stuff from my parents' house, so I'm going to be in town. You want to get together? Sure. Sounds great. Okay. I'll let you know when I'm in town. Sounds good. See you later. Yeah, see you. Bye. He starts the car and drives off. Later. In the afternoon, Hannah pulls up to the house. She notes the sold sign on the front lawn. She grabs her phone and texts Angela that she's here. She takes a deep breath, exits the car, and walks up to the house. Hello. Diane, Hannah's mother, pops her head into the room from the kitchen. She's very happy to see her daughter and she drops what she was doing and goes right to her. Hi, honey. Hi, mom. Where did you go? Are you eating enough? Yes, mom. You look tired. Are you getting enough sleep? Mom. Are you taking care of yourself? Mom. What? Stop. Okay, you want something? L let me make you something. I can unpack a box, find a pan. I'll come up with something. I'm fine. I had a burger and fries in the car. What are you eating that junk food for? Anna rolls her eyes and Diane notes it. <sighs> Suit yourself. 
Diane walks into the living room and Hannah follows. Diane heads to the couch and sits. Hannah scans the room. There are few boxes. Only the couch remains and other odds and ends. Most of the room has already been moved out. Wow. I know. Where's dad? He wants to get a few more boxes. Come sit with me. You okay? I think so. Oh, I don't know. What's going on? Adam and I have been fighting more and more, and I don't know if it was the miscarriage or if it started before it and I didn't realize it. It just feels like we're heading towards the path of, don't, don't start thinking that way. And don't blame yourself. Outside stresses have effects on relationships. Trust me, I know. But once you start planting those seeds in your head, they're impossible to get out. Yeah, I know, Mom. No, I, I know. know. I know. Your father and I haven't always had it good. We've had our rough patches. Heck, I even threw a plate at him once. <laughs> this is a good plate, too. A wedding gift. Really? Yeah, but I was so distraught. I picked up every single piece and glued it all back together. Wow. I wanted to fix it. And in fixing it, I realized that I wanted to fix us. Your father and I, that is. Who can that be? Diane gets up and heads to the front door. Hannah is left with her thoughts. Diane opens the door and it's Angela. Angela greets Diane with a warm smile. Hi, Mrs. Finelli. Angela, I didn't know you were coming. How are you? I'm doing well. Can't believe you're selling the house. Angela. Hi. I've missed you. I've missed you too. You got here really fast. I still live down the street. Angela, you look great. What is your secret? <sighs> Thanks, Mrs. Finelli. Oh, no secret, just eating right and yoga every day. See, honey, eating right and yoga. Ah, oh, mom. Before Diane could say anything else, Stephen, Anna's father, enters from the front door with pizza in his hands. Delivery. Dad. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hey, Angela. Hi, sweetie. Who's hungry? Later, an empty box of pizza is open on the table. Paper plates and beer litter the table as well. And it was a good meal. So I left a note and I said I'd be home tomorrow. Well, honey, I'm sorry. If there's one thing your mother and I know, it's how to fight. Hey. Hey, nothing. It's true but we also work through it. I've tried, but how many times can we have the same argument? As many times as it takes. For what? For me to ask for a divorce? Is that what you want? I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's crossed my mind, that's for sure. Uh, you swore an oath. I know, Dad. A vow before God. I know, Dad. Uh, one that's not easily or cheaply undone. Diane kicks her husband's shin under the table. 
This stops him in his tracks. Hannah's upset. The tension is thick. Hannah gets up and storms away. And Angela puts down her piece of crust. I'm going to excuse myself and check on her. Thanks for the pizza. Angela follows after Hannah. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Diane takes a sip of her beer. Steven takes a bite of his pizza. They're going to have to work this out. Moments later, Hannah is sitting in the middle of her empty room, hiding her face and shame in her hands. Hannah thinks to herself, has it really come to this? A divorce as Angela appears in the doorway. Hey. Oh, hey. You okay? I don't know anymore. Remember when I was dating Jeff? Jeff, yeah, of course. You two were so in love and then you suddenly broke it off. <laughs> yep, that's the one. You were so mad at me. No, no, I was just disappointed. You know, for you, not in you. <laughs> well, what about him? When I broke up with him, you asked me this. Did you put the work in to make it work? I did? Yes. And I didn't. And I regretted it forever, especially when I saw on Facebook that he got married to Rachel. Rachel, Rachel? Yup. The one and only. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, uh, I just want to echo what that girl who was so wise beyond her years told me. Make sure you put the work in. They hug. There's a knock on the open door. Diane is in the doorway with boxes in her hands. Hi, honey. These are for you. Oh, thanks, Mom. Diane puts the boxes down in front of Hannah. She wants to stay and help her daughter by talking with her more when there's a crash in the basement. Son of a... I told you to wait for me! Ah, uh, yeah, well, damn. Angela and Hannah laugh, and Hannah pulls the boxes towards them. They go through them. Hannah and Angela pull a few more items out and flash them to each other. They're laughing. They're sentimental. <laughs> They find <laughs> high school photos, and then they discover an old phone. Oh, no way! What? My old phone. Hannah holds it in her hand, regards it as an ancient treasure, a relic of the past. She hits the power button, and it won't turn on. Here. Angela pulls out an old power cord and hands it to Hannah. She plugs it in, and after a few seconds, it powers on. What? <gasps> no way! It works! <laughs> Hannah continues to access the phone. Angela puts her attention to an old shoebox full of photos. <gasps> what is it? There's videos of me on this thing. Okay, I used to keep a journal of sorts, kind of like a diary. I would imagine I was talking to a friend, someone who would listen without judgment, 
I didn't really like writing stuff down, but I found making selfies really helpful. And I can't believe it, but they are all on here. I want to see. Kind of flips to a video and it's her much younger. She talks about Angela, then watches one or two others. I miss Angela so much, and I'm jealous that she's hanging out with other kids. What if they're telling each other secrets like she and I once did? Okay, okay, that's enough. Girl, you are one complicated human being. <laughs> Listen, I should get going. It's getting late. Okay. Later. Angela and Hannah are standing in the driveway. Hannah leans against her car. This was really nice. It was. It was great seeing you. <laughs> you too. Uh, we should do this again. <laughs> we should. I'll befriend the new owners in case you want to hang out here again. <laughs> <laughs> or, or my place. I've still got furniture. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Don't blame yourself. Just put the work in. See what happens, okay? Yeah, you got it. Angela pulls Hannah in for a big hug. Angela turns and starts to walk home as Hannah lingers for a second watching her friend walk off into the distance before heading back into the house. She walks in to find her parents cuddling up on the couch, watching a movie together on the iPad. She admires her parents because they've put in the work. Want to join us? I'm okay. I'm going to go get some sleep. Hannah. Yeah, Dad. You know I only want what's best for you, right? Yeah, I know. I know, Dad. <laughs> okay. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Anna is later asleep in bed. The sound of a creak in the wood from someone walking by in the hallway where the house settling stirs her from her sleep. She wakes up and sees a silhouetted figure standing in the doorway. Mom? The figure walks towards her and as it does, it comes into focus, and it's herself, but a much younger version. No, just me. Oh, hi, me? Hi, how's it going? Oh, been better, yourself? Same. This is so weird. Like, I know I'm dreaming, but this is still really weird. It is, and you are. Listen, I, I don't have much time, but you have to hear this from me. Okay, I'm listening. Do you like who you are? What? Do you like yourself, who you are, the person that we've become? Um, yeah, sort of, I guess. No, no guesses, yes or no? Yes. Good, because I like who we are too, but we wouldn't be happy or us if all the good and bad didn't happen in life the way that it happened. You can't go back, you can't fix unfixable things, but you can go forward and live, live the life that you were meant to live, hopefully happily. Okay. Okay? Okay, great. I've gotta go now, but if you ever need me, I'm right here.
Young Hannah points to Hannah's heart and Hannah smiles. And it's really important to me that you live a great life. Hannah's eyes well up with tears. She wakes from her sleep, goes back to her phone, and finds an old selfie of her. I miss Angela so much, and I'm jealous that she's hanging out with other kids. A message from her past is the final push for her to know what to do. She kisses the still image of herself on the phone. In the kitchen, the next morning, her mother and father are sitting having coffee. Morning. Morning. Coffee? Sure. Last morning, huh? Yep. Lots of memories in this house. Sure are. Good and bad. Mostly good. All good from where I'm sitting. Um, I should really get going. Yeah, the truck's gonna be here any minute. Love you, kiddo. No matter what happens with Adam, I just want you to be happy. Okay, Dad. I love you too. Oh, honey, you take care. I will, Mom. Anyway, I'll, I'll see you two in a couple weeks. Hannah gets into her car, and there's another box on the passenger seat along with her. She opens it. It's the glued, broken plate that her mother talked about. And there's a note. She reads it. She wells up, turns the key, and drives away. Later, that night, Adam is putting the final touches on the dining room table, lighting the candles and starting the record player. He hears the sound of Hannah's car pulling into the driveway and she enters the dining room. Adam is standing behind her chair. Hi, honey. Hi. She can't believe what she's seeing. Adam has never done anything like this. She enters the room slowly, taking it in, and he pulls the chair out, and as he does... How was your weekend? It was nice. And you? Mine was okay. Wine? Please. Adam pours Hannah a glass of wine and sits down. They sit in silence for a moment, and then... Missed you. I can tell. I, um, I picked up your prescription from the pharmacy. It's upstairs. Thank you. That's dinner. Adam gets up and heads in the kitchen. Anna puts her glass of wine down and sits silently. Voila. Adam puts down a plate of salmon in front of her with a side of asparagus and mashed potatoes. Hannah contemplates it as Adam sits down in his seat with his own slate. She can't help but smile because it's exactly what she had at their wedding. Wow. Bon appetit. She picks up her fork and delicately starts the meal. Empty plates and two more empty bottles of wine litter the table. Hannah's loosened up a bit. <laughs> You were going to say something stupid. I was? 
That's what you said. Oh, well, don't I usually? Yes. Hey, that was rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, be honest. How was dinner? Honestly? Oh, yes. It was really good. For oh. your first time cooking fish, it was actually pretty good. The asparagus, though, was a little mushy. Yeah, and the mashed potatoes were a little lumpy. <gasps> oh, my God. Just like our wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, you made them bad on purpose? I don't cook and tell. <gasps> I, um, I've, I've been really upset. I know. But it's been more than losing our baby and fighting over stupid stuff just never helps. I know, honey. I know. And I, I know I can be difficult to deal with and God knows cleaning has never been one of my strong suits. No. <laughs> but I, I'm really glad that I went to my parents this weekend. I needed that separation to recenter myself and to be able to come home to our love again. And I got everything I needed this weekend from my mom, my dad, Angela, myself. Oh, and now you. It's all helped me remember who I am and what we are together. Wow. Wow, honey. That's deep. You've always been deeper than me. <laughs> I love you. And I love you too. And I am sorry, you know, for everything. Not living up to my end. I hope you forgive me. I do. And remember, I picked you. Oh, really? I thought I picked you. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to be just fine. But hey, it takes two to tango. Oh, understood. Adam gets up. He walks over to the record player. He gets a record out and replaces the disc in it. He walks over next to his wife and holds out his hand. What are you doing? May I have this dance? Familiar music plays. It's their wedding song. She takes his hand, gets up, and they start dancing. Oh, you're off to a great start. Wait till you see what I have for dessert. They continue to dance, and Hannah pulls her husband in close, and we leave them to each other. I hope you enjoyed Life is Complicated, and I hope it will inspire you to always make lemons into lemonade. A good cast is worth repeating, and now the cast will introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Tara London, and I play Hannah. My name is Frank Nutzi, and I play Adam. Hi, I'm Chris Brown, and I play Diane, the mom. Hi, I'm Michael Gavidio, and I play Steven, the dad. 
Hi, my name is Dawn Gaylardo, and I play Angela, the friend. Hi, my name is Megan Brown, and I play Johanna. And I'm Debbie Higgins. I was the narrator. And this is the end of the play, and to all a good night. Thanks for joining us. More information about Dr. Barbara Becker Holstein, including her award-winning selfie films, The Truth for Girls, books, films, downloads, stage play, podcasts, and TED-style talks, including a library of information for women of all ages, is available at EnchantedSelf.com. That's EnchantedSelf.com. Dot com.